Hi, this is Diva Celebration, back for another podcast. Uh, had something happen today that sort of struck me um, in a way that I felt like I needed to make a podcast about it. Um, and it, it has to do with uh, just people's basic beliefs, uh, religions, cults, things that people get involved in that... I think, you know, people take it a little too far. It goes a little too extreme for a lot of people. And um, I'll just discuss the um, the situation that happened to me today. Today is the day that they're doing the drawing for the Mega Million uh, Lottery, the National Lottery. Uh, where everybody can, all the states can buy tickets, etc. I think they can even buy tickets out of the country uh, for this thing. And they're like $2, I think, a dollar or $2 for a ticket. And you can get random numbers, you can pick your numbers, whatever. But it, you know, people had not won, I think, three or four times. So it's gotten up to a billion dollars. And usually when it gets to a billion dollars, it's not just one person who wins. There's usually several winners over a period of time uh, or over, um, you know, that get the numbers. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think these things are fixed. You know, sometimes <laughs> I'm not really sure because it just seems rather odd that, you know, several people would pick the same number. But I guess if people are playing the same number, but most of the ones that I've heard winning are the generated numbers. So do they generate it and make sure that not all the money goes to one person? Is it because they get more taxes that way? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I would think the a bigger, like someone winning the whole thing would be... Um, bigger taxes but you know or are they just trying to make more people happy you know and make people want to buy lottery tickets because the next time they might win because you know instead of one person winning or one group winning you know five groups won so anyway they've been really pushing you know that this is a billion dollars and everybody has been saying they're playing because it's a billion I mean a billion is big money to a lot of people even really wealthy people so you know the chance to win that is alluring and I thought well you know I'll get a ticket I'll buy a ticket and you know I'll just buy one you know and you know you never know you could win so I'm having car problems at the moment I have to get a water water pump replaced on my car and a couple other things that were related to that as well uh, I thought I had everything fixed, and then, of course, they come back and tell me I have to get this thing fixed. I noticed my coolant was starting to get low, and they said, well, you know, you can still drive it, but at some point, your car is going to go out, and I stopped driving it because I don't want it to be the time that I take it out for the last time, and then I'm stuck somewhere, so, um, and I don't have to pay for a tow, etc., so... I was out with someone and I said, hey, you know, I, would you mind going by and, um, letting me go by? And I probably shouldn't have said it. I probably shouldn't have said what I was doing. I probably just said, hey, can we stop by this place? Because I was going to go in and buy a lottery ticket. And I was just said, hey, I want to buy a, a Mega Millions lottery ticket today. You mind, you know, taking me over to this place to, to get it? 
and I got an answer that I was not expecting. Um, this family that they're religious, and um, this is a family that doesn't get vaccinated, and they all ended up sick, very very sick from COVID. Uh, three of them almost died. Uh, three of them ended up in a hospital. So, um, you know, I know to watch myself around them for vaccinations and things, but I really didn't think it would go to this extreme. Didn't feel comfortable participating and taking me somewhere because this is a div- divination of, of, you know, you know, something they didn't believe in. Well, I ended, you know, basically what they were saying to me is that I was participating in a, uh, the lottery, which was, you know, trying to predict the future. Me picking numbers would be trying to predict the future. Therefore, it is supernatural and satanic. And they didn't feel comfortable in participating in me taking me to buy a ticket. Because basically it's, you know, I'm going to hell if I buy that ticket. So here I am. I don't have a car. I'm relying on somebody else to take me places at this point. And they're refusing to take me to the place where I need to buy one lottery ticket for $2. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) I was so shocked. And I was just like, well, what can you say? You know, they're, it's their car. It's their life. And they aren't going to do it. They've just pretty much said that. And then I looked back and thought, I should have just not said anything. I should have just said, Hey, I need to go to this place. Can you drop me off there really quick? I need to run run in and grab something. And I shouldn't have said anything to the person. I mean, I had like six hours before the lottery is going to be. Now it's, you know, probably an hour away before they're going to pick the numbers. But, you know, one ticket, I mean, you know, I could, you know, I'm trying to scrape money together to get my car fixed. You know, even if I got a few numbers right and just got a few hundred dollars out of the ticket, it would help me, you know, to, uh, fix my car. I mean, but to, to be, have a chance at winning all that money. So I kind of thought to myself, you know, I didn't say anything, but there are some points I'd like to bring up. In fact, um, about what, you know, this really says, um, about, you know, that, you know, first of all, you know, it's very, it's kind of judgmental to say that to me and to just, just to assume, but, you know, one of the things that I'm thinking about supernatural, really, this is supernatural. It's not supernatural. It's, you know, living your life every day is a game of chance. Every day you wake up and walk out the door, you're taking a chance. Every time you get into a car, you're taking a chance. Every time you walk across the street, you're taking a chance. So you're gambling with your life every day you walk out the door because, you know, something could happen to you. So that's gambling, right? 
it's a game of chance, you know. So everyone's living, everyone's life is being lived supernaturally because they take a chance every day walking out the door. (laughs) Or let's say getting an education to get a job. That's a game of chance. You don't know that when you're done with your education that it will get you a job. You're taking a chance. It's a game of chance. So should we stop pursuing education just because it may or may not work out? And at the end of the day, you know, because it's a game of chance. I mean, everything you do is a game of chance. Um, if you toss a coin at a game to pick sides for uh, the team, that's a game of chance. So are you practicing something supernatural when you're just trying to pick who's going to go first and you flip a coin out of fairness? You know, you're predicting the future when you flip the coin. So is that supernatural and devil worshiping? I mean, to me, it's just ridiculous how far people go. And, and a lotto ticket? And then, you know, this person is judging me. Which, by the way, in the Bible, is a sin. Because this is a Christian person. In a Christian religion. It's an s- extreme Christian religion. But it's still, you know, they attend a church where they have gambling at these festivals. And to raise money, but you can't stop by and let me buy a lotto ticket. You know, it's okay for your church to raise money with gambling and, you know, and ch- taking a chance, a game of chance to raise money for the church, but I can't go. I mean, oh, I was just like, I cannot believe this is happening. The lies that people tell themselves with their religions, they let their religions convince them of is just off the charts. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh my gosh, you're not going to take me to a convenience store to buy a lotto ticket? So they, they wouldn't feel comfortable with it? Oh my God. I, you know, the thing that worries me uh, is I, these kids, you know, these people have kind of brainwashed their kids and I don't know. They're just a little different. They're a little weird. They're nice kids, but oh my gosh, they're all wrapped up in the same thing, the same type of thinking, the same kind of religion. It's it's a little concerning to me that how are they going to navigate through life if they're constantly thinking that way? You know, there's so many, and and how are they going to end up in a relationship? In fact, you know, none of them are in, and then these kids are in relationships. You know, because it, they're just too far right in this religion, you know. But, you know, another point I wanted to bring up is now do we see why politicians and leaders of the in other countries and so forth and so on, they're so fond of using religion. They either use it or they take it away from people in order to control them, to shame people, to guilt people. It's pure manipulation. Like this person felt, I I think he got a high out of the fact that he was saying no to me and that he wasn't going to take me. And that's it. I'm putting my foot down, you know, like, like he got some sort of control, you know, um, adrenaline out of that, some kick out of that, that he was able to control somebody else and say, no, I'm not going to let you do that. 
because I feel like it's, you know, you're doing something supernatural. I'm saving your soul kind of bull, you know? And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, no wonder, what, no wonder these people who have all these religious fanatic ideas aren't like in relationships or don't have close relationships or they're disconnected. I don't know. It was just, I couldn't believe. I was just like, wow. You know, I don't even think that buying a lottery ticket is supernatural. It's just a fun game that you take a chance at. Like, what do they do? Do they not have Monopoly in their house because that's a game of chance? I mean, I should. I should sit down and say, do you have Monopoly in your house? Because if you pay Monopoly, you're doing a game of chance. Is that supernatural? You know, I mean, do these people have any fun? Because everything that's fun is a game of chance. Everything that's fun could be seen as sinful and and uh, supernatural if you're looking at it based on that. And the biggest joke to me is, watch I watch watch me find out. I was thinking about this later on. Watch me find out that this person who told me that they wouldn't take me there went and got a ticket and wins the wins the lottery. And then I see it on TV that they won the lottery. Watch that happen. (laughs) That they would judge me. And then, I mean, really, that's what this person was doing. They were judging me and saying, what you're doing is wrong and I'm not going to participate in it. And I've had other people say things to me in that vein. Um, You know, kind of making me feel like something I said to them was wrong and they judged me in a certain way. So, yeah, I I just couldn't believe that this person said this to me. And and I thought, you know, just because I want to go buy a lottery ticket doesn't make me a bad person. And really, I thought it was totally extreme to say to me, I'm not taking you. Because I don't want to participate in that and I'm not comfortable with that. Well, you're not going to participate in it. I'm getting out of the car. I'm going in. I'm buying the ticket and I'm doing the action, not you. And, you know, I could have gone into the what would Jesus do (laughs) kind of scenario. And if you really want the truth, I think Jesus would have drawn me to the place and let me buy the ticket because I don't think you know, that would have been a judgment of, I mean, it's so far extreme that they are taking these teachings and these churches. I mean, I have, I've been a Christian my whole life and I have been in Bible studies. I mean, I literally have sat through years of Bible studies and I have never, ever, ever read anything in that Bible that would tell me that going to buy a lottery ticket is supernatural and predicting the future and it's wrong. I'm like, where do these people come up with this stuff? How did they insert this into their religion, into their everyday lives? You know, how do you insert into your life that not getting vaccinated, not getting your kids vaccinated, not using medical knowledge and, and the things that can keep you healthy is wrong. Where does that come from? Any religion that teaches that is wrong. 
any religion that tells you that flipping a coin, taking a chance, um, you know, maybe playing a game where you predict the future. Like if you say, well, tomorrow I think you'll do this. Or, you know, well, what do they do when they start, when they're being judgmental with people? You know, when they say, well, um, with their own families or within the religion. Well, if we don't teach you this now in the future, you're going to be this bad person. Well, isn't that predicting the future? You're trying to teach and twist a certain way, a person a certain way and make them be a certain kind of person so they won't turn out something to be something in the future. That's predicting the future. So your own religion is supernatural and it's from the devil because you're saying if you don't, you know, if people don't read the Bible and if people don't do their Bible studies and if they don't come to church and if they don't do this, then they're going to go to hell. Well, you're predicting the future if you do that. So the very essence of your religion is predicting the future. Saying that if you don't, you know, do all these things that the religion says and the Bible says that you have to do, then you won't go to heaven, you'll go to hell. Or you won't turn out to be a good person and you'll have committed a sin and Jesus isn't going to take you up when he comes in the second coming. Because you're predicting the future when you say that. And, you know, we're talking a future even after you're dead and in the grave because, you know, um, revelations is when every, the people, even people in the grave are going to be taken. So revelations predicts the future. Is that supernatural? Is that the devil? Because just saying that the Messiah is coming back is a prediction of the future. I mean, I, all of these thoughts went through my head when I was sitting there thinking to myself, who do you think you are to say that to me? To, I mean, to shame me and to, or try to shame me, which is one thing that this person was trying to do. To judge me was another thing this person was trying to do. To control me because I don't have a car to get somewhere, so I don't have a choice You know, I have to, you know, sort of just let it go, you know, and I have to kind of kowtow to whatever you say. That's very controlling. That's very manipulative. And you know what? It's abusive. It's abusive. And I've seen these kind of things happen that, you know, the same sort of kind of actions, the same sort of treatment happened when religion wasn't even involved. And it's the same thing that these abusive people were doing and they were coming up with other reasons, you know, personal or work or whatever to keep somebody from doing something. It's bullying and it's cruel and it's mean. And that's basically, I was sitting there thinking to myself, this person is bullying me. They're trying to make me feel bad about something I wanted to do. And they're trying to make me feel like I'm doing something wrong because they want to manipulate me. They want to control me. And oh boy, are they. You know, I've, I've had my car, like, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years ago, I had a car breakdown. 
And I had people who were helping me then drive around. And I swear they, they did things too. When people, I don't understand people because I don't, you know, when I've taken, when people have had their cars broken down, I've just picked them up and taken them wherever they needed to go. I didn't make any suggestions. If they asked me to take them, I, I did. You know, if they gave me gas money, great. I mean, I'm not going to judge anybody. If they need to get somewhere and they don't have a car, I'll take them. You know, I mean, as long as they're not going and murdering somebody and I'm the getaway car, that's, that's a whole different story. But, you know what I mean? As long as I'm not breaking the law. And, you know, I did not have a problem taking those people to places. But I have had other people, when my car broke down, that sort of did the same thing. It was sort of a, a manipulation thing of... You know, when they were going to come get me, when they weren't going to come get me. And, and and I'm not friends with those people anymore. Because I was like, really? You're going to try to manipulate and control me and really be cruel to somebody when you're trying to, you know, you see that you see that I, I, have, an, I have something that I need help with and you're going to try and use that to manipulate me. Which is exactly what this was today. Exactly what this was today. And um, I just thought to myself, this is, this is crazy. And then to top it off with using religion to justify why you're doing it. Trying to say, well, if you're a Christian, then you should know better than to be, you know going out buying a lottery ticket you know what it's not that big of a deal everybody tries to make out like it's gambling well yeah it is gambling I guess but you know it's it's these lotteries are used to raise money for schooling these people go to their schools that money goes into the schools you shouldn't be going to the school then if you think that that is supernatural and it's and it's the devil then you shouldn't be going to their schools but you know this family goes to schools they go to public schools well the lottery money is used to pay for schools now i'm you know in the original um uh when they first brought out the lottery, at least in my state when they first brought up the lottery to vote for it they said that the money was going to go to schools now of course over the years, they figured out ways to, you know, take that money and put it other places. But it still does. The money still does go to the schools, you know, uh, public schools to support public schools. So, um, you know, if you if your kid goes to a public school and you want to try and tell me, you know, I, I could have sat there and reamed this person. I really could have. Because all this stuff was going through my head right away when they said that to me. But you know what I've learned about people? They will not listen. And if they want to control and they want to manipulate, they're going to do it. And they are going to get a high out of it and they're going to think they did something right. And, you know, I just called somebody else and said, hey, can you buy that ticket for me? Because this person's trying to manipulate me. And they were like, sure, you know. So it's not like I don't have other options. But 
it's really sad that they thought I didn't and they thought that they were going to be able to keep me from doing something, you know, and that's really what that was about. You know, it wasn't just about their personal preference or their religious convictions or whatever. It was about control. And to me, I am getting more and more turned off, not to Christianity and what Christianity is really about. Like, you know, if you really go into Christianity, what it's really about I'm turned off to the people in the churches who are twisting the religion into something it is not about. And there are so many sects of these churches that have gone extreme, 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 which these people belong to an extreme part, uh, extreme church. They have twisted the Bible to not mean what it means. Or they've taken things out of context. I mean, I can even let you know that, you know, the Bible was written in Aramaic and when the translation comes through in English, it is so not what the Bible says that because it's, it was very, it's very hard to translate Aramaic into English. And over the years, different people have just not done the correct translation. And now there's all these Bibles flying around out there that really need to be edited really need to be changed because the meaning of those words in Aramaic were not construed correctly because people weren't knowledgeable enough and they've learned more about what was wrong what was right and then of course you've got people who are editing the bible over the years that were monarchies and people in power and they took books out that were in the bible the bible's not complete there are books that got taken out And there are certain parts of chapters in the Bible that were taken out or changed because it was primarily males who were um, um, trying to control women, men trying to control women in the population or trying to control slaves in the population or, I mean, different derivations of the Bible, different writings of the Bible and you see, you know, you see if you go online, there's, you know, King James Version, the New International Version, there's a, it's been changed so many times that I don't think the Bible means half of what it says. And it's, and, and then you also have to consider the Bible was written, you know, how many thousands of years ago, you know, we're talking, you know, B.C., before Christ and AD after his death is what those things stand for. So, you know, I was watching the movie Argo the other day, which I hardly, I highly recommend, which that was, you know, back in 360 AD. And that was over 1,200 years ago or something like that. And um, that was after the birth of Christ and the city of Alexandria. And even they were having screwed up times. I mean, I watched that movie and I thought that's, that still looks like the way people were handling religion today. And it was kind of archaic back then, but I, I highly recommend watching this. You know, there's three different religions in Alexandria and it tore the city apart. And basically Judaism and Christianity are the thing that tore the city apart. And it took, 
um, women who were scholars and who were intelligent and they, you know, they were pillars of the community and it tore them down because Judaism and Christianity decided that women shouldn't be leaders and women shouldn't speak and women shouldn't have knowledge and women shouldn't have education. So it reverted even back then in 360 um, BC, it reverted um, women's rights back into time when Christianity and Judaism took over the city. So here we are in present day and this Christian religion that this guy's trying to shove at me, he's doing the same thing. And I've, I, I, this is why I'm getting so turned off to religion and I'm just going to stick with my own self and worship in my own way. Is every church that I've been in, it ends up turning out this way. You know, it always comes back to misogyny and the patriarchy lording religion over women about staying home and having babies and not working and so forth and so on. And this was done to me by a male, an adult male today, who refused to take me and started trying to make me feel like, you know, judged and shamed because I was doing something like buying a lottery ticket. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, I don't know what anybody else feels about that or what anybody else's opinion is. I mean, I respected what he said and just was like, well, it's his car. I can't make him do anything. I certainly can't make him steer the car that way. And I just let it go. But I can tell you this much. (laughs) I won't be relying on him for anything in the future. This has been Diva Cerebration. And what do you think about this? What do you think about Uh, people using their religion to dictate how you're living your life. See you next time.